Hello everyone, welcome to Sit Still with Sierra or welcome back if you've been here before. And if you have been here before, I thank you so much because I love to see that the audience is still growing and that people are still listening to the episodes each week, which I really appreciate. Um, so thank you so much. If you have already read the title of this you know, episode, which I'm sure you have, then you see that we are talking about forgiving yourself, which is such an important topic. And I'm not gonna say it's never talked about, but sometimes it gets overlooked. And it's such an important thing that we all must do if we want to flourish and grow and continue to become better versions of ourselves, which is why I started this podcast, to tell my own little stories, share my epiphanies, and try and help myself become a better person. And hopefully, whoever's listening on the other end will reflect and become a better person on, you know, on their own terms as well. So that's why I started this. And forgiving yourself is such a crucial factor in growing as a person. So that's what we're talking about today. Um, it's kind of crazy because I, if you know by previous episodes, you've heard me say how much I love to make lists. And I actually had a podcast topic ideas list in my phone for many moons ago. Um, and I've been slowly, you know, checking off topics that I have gone through. And I came across on my list that I wanted to talk about forgiveness. And I don't remember the original context in which I wanted to speak on forgiveness, but I thought what better way to talk about forgiveness than to begin by talking about forgiving yourself. Because again, I think this is something that I'm not going to say every single person has struggled with in their life, but I think that it's something that the majority of us have, you know, come across, even if it's just once in life where you've had difficulty forgiving yourself. Um, I think that it's something that we have all experienced to some certain extent. So that's what I want to talk about in this episode. And this is going to be kind of a two part little ordeal next week or sorry, two weeks from now in episode 14, I will be talking about forgiving others. But for now, I want to talk about forgiving yourself. We're focusing on ourselves today. So before we jump into the topic of discussion, if you aren't already following Sit Still with Sierra on Instagram and Facebook, go ahead and do that. Um, you can multitask on your phone while you're listening to me talk. You can click the follow button and that way you can stay updated. And I like for the space to be more communal so that we can do like little polls throughout the week and that we can catch up. And you can see my one minute recaps of each episode. So make sure you're following me on those pages and if you are listening to this podcast right now on Apple Podcasts, um, after the episode, make sure you leave a rating, um, leave a comment or a review, and let me know how you're liking the podcast. That feedback actually really does help me to know maybe how I can improve or just what's working and what's not. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. So yes, forgiving, our, forgiving ourselves. Um, this is not something that I've struggled with like on a wide scale. Like I said, I think that the majority of us have dealt with this on maybe a smaller scale, but I know that for some people it can really, really cause them to feel um, stuck and feel stagnant in whatever area of life that they're currently in or season because they feel like past mistakes or past decisions that they made disqualify them from, from ever being able to do something again, which is not true at all. So that's why I'm making this episode to expunge that lie and just give you the reassurance if you needed reassurance or give you the assurance that you needed that the past decisions that you make, you don't have to be bound to them. You can forgive yourself and you can move on and you can continue to flourish and prosper in the future. So let's just dig right into this conversation. Like I said, um, 
at the beginning a lot of times when we talk about forgiveness or unforgiveness it's typically in the context of forgiving other people which again i think is so crucial it's an important topic but i want to specifically focus on ourselves first because i think that in order to grant others forgiveness we must first know how to forgive ourselves and that goes both ways that's vice versa but i think that it should start with the end that you're learning about forgiveness so that you can understand how to really go about the process of forgiving other people because when you remember that you yourself are human too and make mistakes it makes it a little bit easier to forgive other people as well so i'm not sure if many of you are familiar with the um, term sankofa it comes from the um, twi language which is a, a ghanaian dialect and it basically means um, go back and get it. So basically it's a symbol and if you've never seen it before I will try and illustrate for you since you obviously can't see me. Um, but it is a, it's a symbol and there's like um, a bird with its head turned back and it has something in its mouth. But basically the whole, it has an egg in its mouth. And basically the whole premise is that it's reaching back to take what it needs to go into the future. So um, I heard someone, I've heard several different definitions of the word and I like the way that it was explained when someone said, take that which is valuable from the past to uh, make a positive future or positive progress. And I think that those two words, um, valuable and progress are so important. So it doesn't say take everything from the past so that you can make a positive progress in the future. It says take that which is valuable, which is really key here because I think a lot of times we take the things that are invaluable and the things that don't necessarily hold as much weight that we need for making a positive impact on our future. We take the things that are negative, we take the things that we hate, the decisions that we made that we hated, we take all the things that we don't like and try and plop it down in our present or catapult it into our future and then we wonder why we sometimes feel a little bit stagnant because we're not meant to live in the past, the invaluable um, moments of the past. We're supposed to, yeah, of course, learn from those moments. We're supposed to be apologetic or um, have some sign of remorse, obviously, if you made a poor decision, but we're not supposed to let those decisions literally, literally like cripple us into not moving and progressing into the future. So I want you to keep Sankofa in your mind this week, um, however long you need to, if you wanna write it down, but I really, really like that word. I think it's a beautiful word and phrase and the whole meaning because it says take that which is valuable from the past to use and to progress for your future. So that pretty much sums up the whole gist of taking what you need in order to progress, not taking the things that are going to constantly remind you of the time that you failed at something or constantly remind you of the time that you made a bad decision. Again, I think that it's so important that we learn from our past mistakes, but I think that it is crucial that we don't allow our past decisions to dictate how our future is going to be. I don't know about you, but I'm personally really, really glad that my past decisions or my past um, my past self doesn't get to dictate who I am today and who I'm going to be in the future. Thank God for that. Um, because if that were the case, I wouldn't even be making this podcast. I would be really, really, really shy still. I would probably be wanting to do this podcast, but I probably would be too afraid to put myself out there and actually do it. Because historically, my past self, I missed out on a lot of opportunities if I'm being honest. I missed out on a lot of things that I could have done because I was too shy or I was too nervous or too scared to do it. But I don't beat myself up about that because I think that I needed to grow up and learn who I was as a person um, in order to be who I am now. 
um, especially with my career choice. <laughs> Being a journalist, you, have, you can't be afraid of putting yourself out there. You can't be afraid of speaking and talking to people. Um, it's a very personal career choice where you are with a lot of people and it's very communal. So if I would have allowed my past decisions of things that I missed out on to dictate my present and my future, Oh my goodness, I don't know what I would be doing, honestly. I can't even imagine, because I can't imagine doing any other career than the career I, that I'm in right now. But I say all of that to say that I learned from, I, I learned the lesson that I needed to learn with my past self and my past decisions, which is that don't allow yourself to miss out on opportunities that you really want to be a part of. Don't let what people's opinions of you may or may not even be dictate the decisions that you make, because that's what I did for so long. I was super, super shy, and there is a difference between being shy and being introverted, which I talk about in one episode. I'm going to figure out what episode that is and then tell you to go listen to it, but being shy and being introverted is not the same thing. Um, you can be introverted in like your, your quiet time. You may need to be alone to like recharge mentally and like physically. It may be a little bit draining being around crowds, but being shy and being introverted are two totally different animals. I was super shy. and. That came from being um, super self-conscious and having low self-esteem, but I don't beat myself up about that past experience that I had. I needed that to know my self-worth as a person now, and I needed that to know how I allow people to treat me or not to treat me. So I'm not beating myself up. I'm not saying, oh no, I can never do anything again. I cannot be in this career of journalism because of my past shyness. Sometimes it, it does try and come up with being shy, but I don't let that define my future. I don't let the past decisions of me being shy in high school or like um, declining opportunities or declining experiences in the past, I don't let that define me now because I'm a completely different person. I'm changing, I'm evolving, I'm learning from that lesson. Hey, if you miss on, on an opportunity that is solely on you um, and if you don't want to miss out on an opportunity, then don't miss out on it. Be, put yourself out there. Don't be afraid. That's the lesson that I learned from that, and I move on. So I'm saying all of that to say, which hopefully it's making sense, is the fact that the past decisions that I made or didn't make in this case don't define me who I am today. And I'm encouraging you to not let the past decisions that you made define yourself as well. I think sometimes we can be so hard on ourselves that we don't even realize that we we see ourselves completely different from how people see us and you may do something wrong or you may get into an argument with someone and then you apologize about it and the person completely forgives you and moves on and you guys are fine but you may still dwell on it personally because of whatever reason of how you see yourself and that just goes to show that we are so much harder on ourselves sometimes than other people are um, this kind of touches on something that i want to talk about um, and an episode that I'm thinking about doing at the end of the year, which is sharing part, uh, sharing my testimony from this year. Um, my testimony in general, but specifically I wanna talk about my testimony from 2020. But yeah, we definitely see ourselves in a much harsher light than how other people see us, and I believe how God sees us. So um, that obviously causes unforgiveness with ourselves to stem. And I actually did a little bit of, um, I did a little bit of, research into unforgiveness because um, I didn't really, I, I, I've heard, you know, that unforgiveness can cause, you know, so many other physical side effects that people may not even realize. Um, 
this medical doctor, Karen Swartz, she is a medical doctor and she's the director of the Mood Disorders Adult Consultation Clinic at the John Hopkins Hospital. Sorry to get a little, you know, nerdy on you, but I'm a journalist, so I want to make sure I have like my stats and everything actually correct. But she is a professional is basically what I'm trying to say. And she says that there's an, an enormous, enormous burden to being hurt and to having unforgiveness, which is fair, which is valid. Um, you know, if people hurt you, it's fair to feel, you know, hurt or disappointment from them. But basically this whole article that I was reading on hopkinsmedicine.org um, was basically saying that unforgiveness can have so many negative side effects, whether it's um, blood pressure or anxiety or depression or stress or, and do, um, induced levels of anger and just sleeplessness, like so many different things that can come about from having unforgiveness in your life. And that may sound like dramatic, but I encourage you to do the research for yourself. I can definitely link the article if people think I'm making this up. But no, unforgiveness really does manifest in so many ways. And again, when we think about unforgiveness, sometimes we think about it with, we only think about it in the context of not forgiving others, but think about how these adverse side effects can come about from not forgiving yourself. It's not, you know, it's not far-fetched that's possible. Um, I personally dealt with unforgiveness um, about two years ago, which again, I'm gonna be sharing this in a different episode where I talk about my testimony, but I had trouble sleeping for so long and I was super, super angry and I didn't chop up my sleeplessness to unforgiveness. I just thought, oh, I can't sleep for some reason. But again, unforgiveness really does manifest in so many different ways. And I don't want to get too much in forgiving others in this episode because I obviously want to talk about it next episode. But I want to, I say all of this to say that think about the effects that you can have on your own body from not forgiving yourself. It can really cause you a lot of stress. Um, I know for me personally, I have to make sure that I don't allow myself to get into my head too much because if I do that, it can sometimes be like a slippery slope into just mass chaos. I'm just being serious. Like sometimes I really have to stop myself from overthinking and from just like the whole mental side of like berating myself. And this can, this really can cause stress. I've experienced this. This can cause anxiety, um, not forgiving yourself. And it's no fun to look into the mirror in the morning time and be disappointed with what you see, um, holding a grudge against yourself, or it's no fun to be ashamed of yourself or feel like you have to hide behind the choices that you made or thinking that when people look at you, they just see your mistakes. That's no fun, that's no way to live. That actually sounds like torment, if, you're, if I'm just being honest. That sounds like torment to constantly feel like when people look at you, all they see is your mistakes. So what I wanna tell you in this episode, if you don't get anything else out of it, I hope you get that you, when people look at you, when, when if I, I may not even know you personally, I'm not sure who's listening to this, but when people look at you, they don't see your mistakes. That's not the first thing they see about you, okay? Let's just be really honest here. The first thing a person sees about you are your physical attributes. They see what you look like. Um, but if you are so self-conscious and if you are so um, restrained in how you present yourself because you feel ashamed all of the time, then probably your outside appearance is going to reflect how you feel about yourself mentally um, and how you think and talk to yourself internally. But just know that people don't see your mistakes when they look at you. They see a number of other things. Now, they could see your mistakes if you're allowing your physical appearance to be a reflection of how you think of yourself internally, which I'm saying this to say that 
don't think that your mistakes define who you are and that's the only thing that people notice and and see when they look at you okay if you have sincerely apologized to either a person that you may have hurt or yourself if maybe you caused some infliction upon yourself and you have really made the process to change and correct your behavior and i'm not talking about where you apologize and then you keep doing it repeatedly over and over and over again but i mean if you like genuinely apologize for something you've done or if you're ashamed of something that you used to do um, and you've really made the correction and you've really changed, please, please know that people are not thinking about that when they see you at first. And that's no way for you to view yourself. That's no way to automatically view yourself when you look into the mirror is labeling yourself with the mistake that you made. That's not who you are. That is a choice that you made. So this goes back to, um, this kind of talks on speaks on um, I said that you're not your failures in an episode um, at the beginning when I started my podcast. But this kind of goes hand in hand because we aren't our failures. It may feel like it in the moment when we do something wrong or we don't, when we are disappointed, but we're really not. We're not. We are a human being. That's who we are. We are a human being that likes maybe going to the beach or riding motorcycles or golfing. That's who we are. We aren't our failures, we aren't the mistakes that we've made. And if you are genuinely trying to be a better person, then guess what, you already are. Because trying is trying is better than just throwing in the towel and saying, oh, I've just accepted the fact that this is who I am. So know that. And the second thing that I wanna remind you is that your future, you, you, the, your present self determines your future, not your past self, okay? So stop living in the past. Stop allowing your past self to dictate who you're going to be in the future. Because if you make the choice this moment forward and say, hey, I'm going to do this thing that I've been wanting to do. I'm going to complete this task that I've been putting on the back burner because I'm too ashamed to continue. Or if you say, I'm going to be a more positive person in this aspect of my life. If you make that choice in the present today, then you can be that in the future. The ball is in your court. Who you want to be is completely up to you. Don't give that power to your past and don't give that power to negative thoughts. Don't give that power to negative thoughts at all. A big tip that I want to give you, if you're really, really struggling with forgiving yourself for something that you did or something that you didn't do or something that you just really, really regret, I want to give you this tip and maybe you can try practicing it this week or um, you know, for as long as you need to practice it until you kind of start seeing the positive um, effects of doing it. Every single time you have a negative thought or every single time you try and talk yourself out of doing something because of past mistakes that you've made, I encourage you like write, write dead in your tracks. I encourage you to stop and to speak truth over that thought because yes, the truth may be that you made that past choice, but that is an irrelevant truth if you allow the overall truth to be that you are going to, from this moment forward, be a better person and you're going to try and you already paid for that mistake that you made. You already righted that wrong. You already apologized for it. There's no need to let that moment define you anymore. So I encourage you as you have those thoughts or when you get those moments of feeling like um, you can't do something or you just feel like you're being really, really negative on yourself, it may be hard to do it in the moment, but just try and I hope that it will get easier. Stop dead in your tracks when you're thinking it and say, no, that's not true. And speak the truth whatever over whatever situation it is. If you have to write it on your mirror, this sounds cheesy. This may sound like you write it like in a cheesy little book for tween girls, but I'm serious. Like if you have to write it on your mirror or make it your screensaver on your phone or put sticky notes in your car, like on your steering wheel, do it 
even if you don't believe it yet, do it and read it and say it until you do believe it. Because again, you are not your mistakes. You are a person who made a mistake and you have the right to move on and flourish and grow as a person. I actually have as my screensaver on my phone that um, been this way for like a few months now um, is the, the, um, the quote, you don't have to have everything figured out right now. That is what I have on my phone so that every single time that I pick it up, which is like several times a day, I can look at that, I can read it, and I can speak it to myself. And I believe it now. When I made it my screensaver at first, didn't really believe it. I was like, I have to have everything figured out up until age 75. And then I stopped, which again, I'm going to share this in my testimony episode, but I like stopped, reflected, had a whole come to Jesus moment and realized, no, I don't have to have everything figured out right now. So I'm saying that to say that you may not believe it immediately. It may take a while. It may take maybe a couple short days, however long it takes, write it or say it out loud until you believe it. I am not my past mistakes. My past does not define my future. The choices that I make in the present do. My past does not define my future. The choices that I make in the present do. You're going to hear that. I'm like subliminal messaging you right now. You're going to hear that in your sleep. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I really do hope that that does help someone who's listening because this can give you like extreme weight on the whole totality of your life. It can really weigh you down when you feel like um, you have unforgiveness with yourself. So I encourage whoever is listening, if this really spoke to you or if you feel like someone else may need to hear this episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend, um, share it with a family member who may need to hear it, and go back and listen to that episode that is um, entitled You Are Not Your Title. I can't remember which episode um, that is, but it is titled You Are Not Your Title. Um, I encourage you to listen to that seriously though because it's so needed, especially in this season where we may feel like we forfeited opportunities and that we're not going to get opportunities again, like the state of 2020. That's a lie. Things are going to shift and change. You're going to get more opportunities and you're not going to let your past define you. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, share it with a friend if you did and make sure you're following me on Instagram and Facebook at Sit Still with Sierra so you can keep the conversation going throughout the week. I will see you guys. No, I won't. You will hear me in episode 14 um, of Sit So With CR where I talk about forgiving others, which is equally as important. I hope you guys are kind to yourselves this week, and I hope that you do some soul searching, some introspection, and forgive yourself for any past mistakes that you've made. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Be safe. Bye.